Welcome to Cultural Quarter of an Hour with me, Charlotte Foster. This is a podcast all about Stoke-on-Trent and North Staffordshire. We are unashamedly positive about the area and we unashamedly sing this area's praises. We do this by looking at the area's culture. Now this can be anything from events that are taking place, history of the area, but most importantly, it is the people. Welcome to this week's episode of Cultural Quarter of an Hour. Hope you're feeling well. If you've been going around the city recently, I'm sure you would have noticed some graffiti, but not the normal type of graffiti that we used to expecting. This graffiti is more poetic. It's fragments of sentences, the odd word here or there, I was going to say scrawled, but it is not scrawled. It is beautifully painted on, on, on some buildings and some fences around the city. Well, if this has left you feeling a bit confused about what exactly is going on, this episode will clear up all your confusion. Hello, I'm Robert Montgomery and I'm an artist who works with text mainly and other things. Um, my name's Susan Clark. Um, I'm the artistic director of B Arts. And we're sitting in, I'm going to call it B-Arts HQ here. I think, you know, that, that's how it should be. Um, just, we're in Stoke, aren't we? And we are sitting here having a lovely cup of tea and a, and a coffee. And it's National Poetry Day today as well. And that's a little bit why I'm talking to you, isn't it? Well, we've been doing fragments of poetry around the city. And um, over the last month, they've been emerging on walls. And on the 9th of October, we have a sort of unveiling day. But there's lots of work um, up now for National Poetry Day. Yeah, it's a collaboration between me and B Arts and, and Susan and her team. Um, she invited me to come to visit Stoke, and I was immediately um, captured by her sense of imagination and vision, and the sort of the life that B Arts projects bring to wherever they happen. And um, she said, "Do you want to do something? What might you like to do?" So she drove me around. And she gave me such a vivid description of the city's landscape as well as, as its history. And I was completely captivated. I said, of course, let's do it. And then we began to think about what that might be. We did. I think, yeah, so that's, that's indeed how it started. Um, then what happened? So it's, we're commissioning Robert as part of Art City. And Art City is um, a programme of work that we've been doing for five years or so now. And all of that work has been about putting art into places that have not been previously used for, for the art. So it, not into galleries and museums and, you know, the usual sort of venues, but into spaces where having an artist work or putting some artwork makes a new story about the place. So it makes us think differently about the place. It makes us see it differently, experience it in a different way, perhaps feel really excited and joyful and uplifted or perhaps feel nostalgic and sad. But, you know, it makes us see things and think again. And I think that's what really appealed to me about Robert's work was that he puts texts, these big, you know, giant words and really kind of bold, sweeping kind of imaginative statements that just kind of grip you. Um, into places where people will just come across them. So it's not something you've got to go and 
uh, cross the threshold to find. You haven't got to buy a book and read it. You can just walk down the street and be transported while going about your everyday life. And one of the things I've noticed, I'm a member of lots of the local Facebook groups that are, I'm sure they're across every part of the of the country, but there's uh, a few certainly around Stoke-on-Trent. And people have been taking photos of these, and the text isn't small. It, it's not small, is it, this text? It's very, it's it's large and it's there. And people have been taking photos and going, what's this? What's going on? Yeah. Well, that's the idea. The idea is, um, it's interesting to me if people find it without knowing it's art. I'm really fascinated by that because I think that, you know, when you know something's contemporary art, people can shut down a bit and they can think, well, this is a little rubbish or I, or, or I know what this is and they can they can apply sort of art historical perspective to what they're, they're seeing. Um, I th- I'm fascinated by the space of like just encounter where you don't know something's art, you don't know really what, don't know what it is. Probably not advertising because it's saying something strange. Um, and then you just have to read it for itself and you know engage with the te- with the text that's really the point of doing sort of guerrilla public work in the way that I, I do it so tell me then a little bit about some of the the text that that's up in the city across the city that you've unleashed on the city well I mean it, it will often respond to for a start the format of it came from the place so I couldn't decide on the form, and then we saw this very beautiful sign at the Etruria Forge on the Etruria Canal, and it was very simple, hand-painted white on the brickwork. And the first thing that struck me when I came to Stoke is the beauty of the buildings and the brickwork and the facades. I think it's a place where if you look up, you find unexpected beauty on these amazing elaborate facades, and the bricks themselves are beautiful. and so I wanted to work in a very simple medium, just white paint on the brick, inspired by the hand-painted white paint sign at Etruria Forge, which is sort of old. So I decided we'd try and make 10 very short poems or fragments um, in that medium, uh, sometimes in this ecological paint that fades over a month with the rain and the wind and the sun. Um, and they respond to sometimes historical things. If you go into Bethesda Gardens in Hanley, um, the big one on the side of Wallet's accountants says, Mercian Rain God Laughter. And that is actually riffing off of the, the Mercia installation at the City Museum across the street and thinking back to when this place was not in England because before England there was Mercia and you know I think it's a useful time for us to think of the fact that nation states are not permanent things they are constructed Um, this was a place before it was England Um, I think nationalism is potentially quite a dangerous force in all of our lives at this point so I wanted to make um, a piece about where this place was before it was England and I also think the Mercian rain gods are still laughing at us every time the rain or the sleet arrives in Stoke. Yes, yes, I agree with that. There is some <laughs> laughter, isn't there? And and Susan, tell me what, what your reaction has been to this. Then it's been it's been really joyful. So it's been an absolute headache and a complete nightmare because you know it's not easy 
to Jessica. Apparently, it's not easy. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew, Charlotte? You know, everyone was absolutely fine about us just going around and painting on walls. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. Apparently not. No. Apparently, some of those buildings are heritage buildings, and that's not. I mean, you know, obviously, it's yeah. So it's been a real yeah. It's been lots for everyone to do, but that's brilliant because that's actually what we really enjoy here is the opportunity and the reason to go and speak to the accountants and say okay guys now then let's get your heads around this we want to put a great big piece of painted text on the wall we went to the accountants and we said we've fallen in love with your gable end (laughs) (laughs) robert did actually say that to them yeah (laughs) the the accountant the directors just were oh 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 misses so it was a bit of a moment but uh, no so it's been brilliant because actually we spend a lot of time working with community groups and uh, partners who are not if you like obvious partners but people who we're very comfortable it's, it's our comfort zone working with you know lots of different people but actually going and engaging with businesses has been a really that's been a new step for us so it's been great to bring them such a fantastic piece of work you know, to say, hey, you could get on board with this. And they've loved it. You know, I have to say, I don't think we've really genuinely encountered anybody who said, oh, I don't want that. I don't want that on my wall. Really, you know, the issues that we've had to overcome are things like, you know, is it going to damage the brickwork? So there's sort of practical things and things that are reasonable and rational things to be asking, you know, that we're not going to destroy their lovely heritage building. And I think a couple of people have remembered to say, oh, what do the words say before we put everything up there which is very sweet as well it's just like oh no we're not going to say anything terrible so yeah so that's been that's been great and um what else and I think the other thing is for me because you get so embroiled in the kind of you know the the logistics of it and making it happen and you know have we booked so and so to do this and who's doing that and whatever which I have to say I do not very much of but I do you know still have sleepless nights over and but actually then remembering when the text is in place to walk around the corner and let it hit you is has been some of the most gorgeous moments of this year for me just being able to walk into you know onto Kingsway and seeing this fantastic fence completely painted up with these beautiful line on it and I just it's it was like a punch to the the solar plexus it was absolutely amazing you know so it has you know completely reduced me to tears in lots of good and bad ways <laughs> but mostly good <laughs> and that's it are you are you telling people where where the artwork is to, so that they can find it, or are you hoping people stumble across it well i really hope people just stumble across it i'm kind of waiting for people to start introducing other bits and deciding that for themselves that something else that isn't part of the original artwork is or adding something somewhere i don't mind but uh, robert may have a different view on that um but uh, i you can actually go on our website and see a map and you know find out where things are and go and look at them all collect the set find your fragment is the phrase i made up this morning so you know find your fragment people but uh, yeah i like I loved the fact that people didn't know what it was and wanted to talk about it. And at that point, the project has been a raging success because people on their own have engaged with it, have talked to their neighbours about it, are, as you say, posting things on Facebook groups saying, what is this? What's going on? People have been talking about it on the radio without us saying anything. Perfect. 
Yeah, I think that's that's a really fun aspect of it. I, I always loved the sort of slightly mad graffiti you, you'd see in the sort of 70s and 80s that was slightly surreal, that wouldn't really mean anything. And, I, and, and I've always been slightly inspired by that. So you can... You know, you might just think it's the it's the writings. Some mad person's come and written this completely surreal thing on a building. What's it all about? And then hopefully, you might do some research and you might find B Arts website and you might find what B Arts do, which is amazing work in the community all through the year for years and years. A great community art group, one of the absolute best in in the world probably. And so you know, it's a, an access point to come to what B Arts do in general, also, which is very important. So you mentioned that the it's eco paint that's going to that's that's some of the stuff done. So that means that over time it is going to to disappear. Is that part of the the art for you as well? Yeah, and that, that's that's part of that was part of giving our partners confidence in in the fact that they wouldn't be you know having to scrub off something that they didn't like anymore. Um, but but the um, over about a month the letters will sort of wash away with the rain, depending on how much rain. If the mercy and rain gods are laughing or not. <laughs> For me, it was always very exciting to have Robert come and work in the city. Very special. Robert's only new UK commission this year, which I think is a really big, big thing for the city to be hosting. Um, around that, we wanted to use the opportunity to connect him and the world that Robert moves in normally, which is, you know, the sort of London art world plus, um, is uh, to connect our local artists and creatives with that. So what we've done is commissioned five uh, key artists who've each taken a fragment of Robert's work. They've created their own responses to it. And they've then gone on and commissioned a couple, two or three more artists each uh, around that. So in all, we've, I think, commissioned around 20 local artists to respond to Robert's work. So that gives us not just a a local response in terms of audiences, but it also gives our creative community a way to engage with the work because I think that's really key. Artists love being in a conversation with other artists. They love sharing work that says, people's work says something to you. You want to say something back to that work. So giving people the platform and the resource to be able to do that has been really great. And also just, you know, to meet to be able to sit down and meet and talk together and have conversations about text and poetry and work and art and share some of the work that we're doing here and hear more about Robert's work has been really important. Thank you to Robert and to Susan for talking to me today. Hope you enjoyed listening to them and you know what's going on now around the city. Remember, you can get in touch in all the usual ways at CQHPod for Twitter, Cultural Quarter an Hour on Facebook. And I'll be back next week with another story from our city.